Hey, 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 potties. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode nine. We are so happy to be here and to have our guests. Oh, my goodness. This time it's special because it's a double dip. Yes. We have two guests, not just one. You're getting two for the price of one. Which is free. Which is free. Yeah, (laughs) it's free. But they're, you know, worth more than gold. That's right. We love our next guest. Welcome to the podcast. Dwayne and Isabel Drawn of Vizex Design, the award-winning design company in Chicago, Illinois. Woo-hoo! What's up? Thank hey, you. What's going on? Hi, hi. <laughs> what's going on, guys? How are you doing what's today? Uh, doing just... good. Good, good. How's the weather in Chicago? Is it snowing? Mm-mm. It's warm. <laughs> it's hot. It's actually hot. We're, we're 88 degrees. It's actually hot. Yeah. Whoa, it is yeah, hot yeah. today. Yeah, it feels really good. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! What um, what did you guys do today? Um, usual design stuff. I had to. Oh, I got hammered today. I had to to meet. I have a landscape architect that I consult with about once a week or twice a week over the designs that I'm working with. And what it is is she's elevating how we do things. You know, I came from the brick paver industry over into outdoor living design. And so she's an actual landscape architect. So she reviews a lot of the design works that I do and makes sure it's landscape architect status or, or above. And so I had to spend some time with her this morning. She ripped me a new hole <laughs> 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 over some things that I was trying to, you know, I wasn't trying to push anything through. Right. It was just some due diligence that I should be doing more since it's a type of client that's at a particular level. It wasn't. Okay. It's not a paver patio client. It's a full scale outdoor living, you wow. mean quarter of a million dollar project that yeah. it needs they hired me to do my due diligence and right. and I sort of slipped through the cracks and did some things I I should have done. So she ripped me a new one. And so it sort of changed that. I had an appointment with um a potential new client today. And then throughout the day, Isabel and I, well, even when we're not with each other at the office, we still have consultations on the phone about, I want to say about every hour and a half wow, uh, to two hours. And we discuss how we're maneuvering for the day and things like that. We're moving to a new place. So she's handling the lease, the landlord, all oh the changes. Okay, let me speak. Wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> let me speak. You're moving personally or are you moving the business? We're moving personally. Woo. All right, Isabel. Yeah. Yeah. Managing all of that. Yeah. That, so I had to handle that stressful. at the same time. It is stressful handling that and handling the clients during the business end of the deal. Okay. So it was a little stressful, but I'm learning to pace myself. Oh, just like you're running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. I, I'm learning to pace myself. So I just, you know, scheduled everything the way I needed it to be, and I had to do a little bit of marketing and just, you know, the normal stuff that I do. Work behind the business and try to put everything together so we can be function running and household is function and running too wow can you tell us a little bit more about your business and how you guys got started with it i know Dwayne, you said that you went from um doing pavers to landscaping so how did that come to pass actually it starts even before that <laughs> oh <laughs> okay i mean how do I, let, let's see if i can do this really fast okay because there's a lot of, there's a lot of years behind it at around eight years old, my my mom told my dad to buy some lawn mowers to keep us out of trouble because we we didn't grow up in the hood, but we were at the edge of the hood. 
You know what I mean? And so all we had to do was walk a couple blocks down the street and we could have been some dope dealers. So my mom told my dad to get some lawnmowers, put us to work. So we started cutting grass. Who's making all that noise? Isabel, is that you? No. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Devin, it's, oh my God, I told him to be quiet. <laughs> you guys can edit this, right? <laughs> no, I don't think they're going to edit it. I think this is marketing value. Oh, Devin. Okay. <laughs> Devin. Oh my God. That's in show. So I think this is going to be in. <laughs> what is happening? Can you get out the kitchen, please? I'm on the phone. This is business. Please. <laughs> This is my life. This is our life, guys. Sorry. See, I told you we like organic. We like slow. <laughs> so we we just we decided to do it at the house today. I don't know why we picked it. We should have stayed at the office. Oh my god! Sorry. You're so, good. You're good. So we got into cutting grass. Um, I was taking out trash for the little ladies in the neighborhood and cutting their grass. Then the grass cutting kept building, building, building. We end up with like McDonald's contracts. We end up with apartment complexes. It kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I got tired of cutting grass, so I went to school for architectural engineering, went to the Marine Corps, spent a few years doing that, serving the country, came back. The grass cutting is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I ended up getting into laying brick pavers. Some guy taught me how to lay some paver patios. Did that for about uh, four or five years, then met Isabel, and that's where she picked up. We started a company called Paverstone Design Group that I basically had no money, but I knew I wanted to start a business. And Isabel was like, well, you're crazy, but I'm down. So we started within yep. the first year. We were record sales. With anything we ever thought we were going to do with $18. Wow. Get, get the money right. $18. <laughs> and um, so within about six months, I had to, I called her up like, I need your help. She's like, for what? I said, because this thing is exploding. She's like, really? And I, I, that's when I opened up and showed her how much money was in the bank account. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to home. be honest, babe. You didn't just call no, me. No, not. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> you got on the phone and you were like, I cannot do this, 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 and that, and that. I'm by myself and I can't believe I'm Aww. doing this by myself. And you're there making other people money and your yeah. expertise you could use in our business. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was like, all right. He hooked you. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't sweet about it though, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> he made me feel so guilty, which Aww. I don't regret. It yeah, worked. It worked. Yeah. That I didn't do all that. Yes, you did. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and I mean, that's basically where you take over. I mean, because it was the first year in. Like I said, we were. I had a partner that I started with, and him and I were doing very well, but he had a gambling issue. And so we were at record sales only because he was finding the money he needed to go take to the riverboat and gamble and gamble the money away. So like from all the other businesses that I ran before, this thing was really blowing up because he was a part of the sales thing. But we caught on that he was only selling so hard because he needed money to go to the riverboat and gamble it back off, Mm. which was his motivation. And so... But with that said, he taught me how to sell it. So, you I mean, there was a lot to learn. So, actually, he worked for about six or seven months. And, I mean, we were exploding. We were $100,000 in sales within six months of him working. But what he taught me how to sell, I had to bring Isabel in to help manage and maintain. I actually outsold his numbers 
from what he taught me. And so we ended the, the first year at a little bit over three hundred and sixty something thousand dollars. Amazing. Within the first year in business, off of eighteen bucks. That is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And then Isabel saw the operation. She kind of caught on about what we were doing, how we're doing it. And then I think out of sort of like, uh, what's the what's the the word? Because I was working so much, I think she didn't like that. She was like, "Babe, we got to start bringing some people in mm-hmm. to do some sales, to mm-hmm. to do the work." I'm like, "Do the work? I'm the only one who can lay paper patios." <laughs> no, I think um, honestly, the reason why I did that is because when I first when I got in, because I normally I went to school for business and I've wor- I used to work in the corporate world, so I understood exactly how the business ran right but on the construction side they only know how to do the construction they don't run the business so mm. when i saw that i got in and i boosted our marketing like we went um grocery stores and everything and the sales were getting so big but i figured if we stay this two just the two of us it's it couldn't work because mm-hmm. we're getting too many calls so that's when i was like okay we need to hire you know other salespeople to come in and also too we were being handed because of the color of our skin so I was like, well, the only mm. way to do this because our clientele was the high-end clientele and, you know, they were not used to seeing people, African-American people owning a construction company. So right. then what I did was I said, well, I'm going to hire people who look like them so they can be comfortable because we couldn't show uh, what we looked like. We couldn't tell people we were the owners, although we were. So uh, just with that, and the business started growing and booming. So I hired salespeople in, and then uh, we used to have employees, and then I switched the employees into subcontractors. And from then on, Dwayne just took it over with the sales, and it went from $18 to wow, six, $6, million. $6 million. Wow. That's, yeah. It's amazing. In, yeah. In the face of all the adversity. Yes. You know, that you still were able to thrive yes. and succeed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's and what what year was that that you first started? What was the year? It was two thousand five. Two thousand five. Yes. Two thousand five. Not that long ago. No. Mm-hmm. No, we ran it for nine years. Yeah. Two thousand five. Okay, so you did that mm. for nine years, and then you made a switch. There was there was two things where the switch and how it how it happened because of the racial adversity we were dealing with. What I did was I said the only way to beat the com- competition, I have to figure out how to draw these designs in 3D. I saw the software coming out, mm-hmm. and so I would I, I would stay in the office until two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning, sometimes all night long, learning how to do the designs. I actually taught myself how to use the software. Um, because I knew that if I could draw in 3D, I could beat the competition. And no matter what color that I was, I was going to push through and become the winner right. in the end. So even though I did, we dealt with that racism, I actually thank it. I, I'm, I'm so grateful for it because the life that I live now is, is, is so because of that racism. Right. Like it really excelled us to another level. Right. So what happened was we were designing all these projects, swimming pools and everything. We fa- and and the lo- one of the largest landscape companies in the city found out who I was, and he called me up to come out to his office. He had a big project he wanted me to draw. While I was there, the swimming pool contractor, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're doing this? And I'm like, yeah. And so it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally, a company out of Wisconsin um, called us up 
and come to find out the name of the company is Harmony Outdoor Living. And they invited me up, paid for my flights, hotels to come up to come work for them because they were trying to sell these outdoor grills, outdoor kitchens, and they needed a 3D designer. But they also wanted to start a 3D design department for contractors to draw designs for them. And they said, we'll bring you in the spearhead. The only problem they had is I was running a, a company that was doing eight, nine hundred thousand dollars a year. And you just want me to stop my company and come work for you for 60 grand. Like Wait, that just wasn't going to work. Time out. Time out. Time out. 2115. Um, we're going to have you go back a little bit because you blanked out. Really? Yeah. So Harmony Outdoor had you come. Okay. Harmony Outdoor Harmony Living. Again? Okay. Harmony Outdoor Living basically paid for my flights, hotels, and rental cars that come to Wisconsin to have a meeting with them. They had products that were like outdoor grills, kitchens, and everything else, and they needed to be drawn in 3D so the the end user could understand what was being bought. But not only did they want that department, they also wanted to start drawing 3D designs for contractors. Okay. And what happened was, Isabel and I, like I said, we consult, like I said, about every hour, every two hours. So after, throughout the day that we had the series of meetings we had with them, I called Isabel up. She's like, what do you think? And I'm explaining what's going on. They're like, okay, we're thinking we'll offer you 60K. But they're not realizing that I, we own a paver patio insulation company that's doing over eight, $900,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not walking away from that to get paid $60,000 and become somebody's employee. So I want some ownership. I want things like that. And we just could never get along with it. But Isabel and I got to talk and we said, here's the deal. They have the gun. And we have the bullets. We have the bullets. (laughs) So let's not give them the bullets. And let's see what they have to offer. If they don't have what we have to offer, we'll start our own. Right. Mm -hmm. And we that's what we did. That's what we did. What what happened was, it was actually safe. They actually sold to the largest brick manufacturer in the the United States of America. So I I probably would have either gained a job with them or lost a job. Because mm-hmm. they, um, he was the greatest guy you would actually, to, to this day, the guy who owned Harmony was probably one of the greatest guys I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, he was wow. just that type of guy. And he's now working for that company. But obviously, they bought his company and him. They, I don't know if they would have bought me as a higher level exec. Right. It could have been a job. So it was the greatest thing we had. And we were also able to change how we operate. Like, they're doing more 3D rendering designs for what contractors have. So if a contractor has something send it to them. They'll draw it up and send it back. Isabel and I said, we're not going to do that. We're going to become Mm-mm. a design firm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we're going to do our own we're designs. Gonna, we're going to custom our designs. Right. Yeah, customize um, our own designs. Mm-hmm. And explain that. I mean, I know what that is. My son's a 3D artist, so he does the 3D mm-hmm. designs. And mm-hmm. I've seen your designs. But explain what that is to our our audience. What exactly is... The- what does do you do as a 3D designer if someone comes to you? I, am I guess not more basically a 3D designer. That's what I was gonna say. I'm not really a 3D designer. Yeah. Like the, 3D the 3D designs. design, the people call us a 3D designer because they see the 3D. Mm-hmm. But the 3D design is just something we use to get you to understand what's being designed. Right. But what we are is we're an outdoor living design firm. We just happen to use 3D technology to get you to understand. Right, because so many people, we've just had this conversation recently, um, are visual learners. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So being right. able to see that ahead of time and know, okay, this is what we're getting. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. when we went to homeowners, um, myself included, like sometimes when they would do the drawings or Dwayne would do the drawings, I'm like, so where's the front door? So the 3D, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so the 3D, I'm like, wow, this is so great because um, people can actually visualize it. You can see what you're getting before mm-hmm. you actually get it. So then now um, that made a lot of sense because some people will draw, like he would do the cat design and I'm looking like, okay, so where's the, dro- where's the front door? Where's the back door? Right. So, yeah. So pretty much we, we are a design firm. We use the product, the 3D mm-hmm. product to deliver our service. If that you, makes sense. You bring ideas to life. We bring ideas happens. to life. Really yes. Bringing them to life. Yes. Oh, my backyard needs you. <laughs> <laughs> we bring ideas to life. And the good thing about him, be, about having the designer is you can have a vision or sometimes people don't even know what they want. So he's right. able to go in and kind of show him different designs. Or, and because he designs, he's able to give them different ideas. And then you know how it is when somebody starts giving you ideas mm-hmm. and your own brain starts waking up and like, oh, this is what I want. This is what I can, you know, I don't want. And then another thing too is, you don't, you don't have to do the whole project at one time. So it helps them decide like, okay, even if what you want is really huge, if you feel like it's too much money at the moment, right. you can do it in sections. And that's what the 3D design helps us to show our clients that you could have your dream in your backyard, mm-hmm. but if you cannot afford all of your dream right now, this will help you do it in sections because you can visualize it. You can see exactly what it's going to look like. And that's something like. that no one does. No one People does don't that. do that. If no. you have someone come to your right. home. It's all and, or nothing. Yeah. It's all or nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And let's, we're going to break your bank right now. Mm-hmm. And you have to have all of this done and it's going to take forever. Mm-hmm. But to have this, that you guys can do this for clients is. Right. Yeah, it's a whole different step above. Right, it's a step above. Because mm-hmm. mostly what happens, I think, is, and we, you know, we had a construction company, so we've been on this side of contractors, and this is not all contractors that do that. What happens normally is when people come in, they already have the idea of what they want you to have. And their idea of what they want you to have is what would turn easy and fast so they can come in and out, mm-hmm. or it'll take forever, but it's going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah. So now it's really, for us, it's really not about, it's about you. How can we change your life? Mm-hmm. How can we make your life better by what we put in your backyard? How can we help you create this space in your backyard that you could feel homely, it's holistic, or you could use for your family and friends and create memories? So we're pretty much servicing the client. We're here to service the client with the product that we use. And of course, the designer is there to facilitate it and help them get to what it is that they want. I just have to tell you, I'm showing Mary your website right now. She is dying. She's like, <laughs> I need them to come. <laughs> Don't tell him that. He'll be like, give me a fight. Give me a fight. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my husband that. <laughs> it, it is. It's absolutely just it's beautiful yes. what you guys you. do. And especially that, you know, it. it makes me think of, like that little that little seed, or sometimes you see a little plant that's growing out of the side of concrete, and you don't mm-hmm. know how that and how it happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I look at him all the time when he's designing. I'm like, how did he come up with that? Yeah, I mean, everybody's different because I'm the business side of the deal. I will deal right. with the business. Put, but I look, I'm like, how did he come? But I tell you what, though, what I've learned from so important is the spacing. Mm-hmm. He understands how everything has a reason. Right. So when the where he put, I'll let him say it, but I'm just I'm gonna brag about him here for a second. Let me brag about him. And you know, know, I get you because I've seen him. I've seen where the process starts flowing, Mm -hmm. and he just the way he looks at it. He's an artist. He's an artist. He is an artist. And he's sensitive about his stuff, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. (laughs) Erica Badu, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) He's an artist, but it's and that's what I'd like for like my clients to know and my prospects to know, like we're not just giving you something like right. he understands the spacing. When he looks at your house and you walk outside your back door, right. if he's putting the grill on the left side or the right side, it's because he's picturing you, of course, after what you've told that's, him. And that's he's picturing you I and your family, where you're going to talk, where what's going to, it's just, it's going yeah. to create that ambience that brings you together in a relaxing environment. And that, you know, just makes you happy okay i'm done i just had to brag no, about, that, I know. about him brag like he's away. good when it comes brag to away. that because you guys like i said it's just amazing to know and especially knowing your journeys and the adversity that you have and yes. that you've gone through and you've lived through and for Dwayne to sit here and go you know what I, i'm thankful for those times because mm-hmm. it helped build who we are today mm-hmm. and i mean i think that speaks volumes for who you are as a company, because I, like I said, I've seen, I've seen you guys in action. I've seen Which how it goes down. Yes. We have to discuss all of that and mm-hmm. to see how much care you give to the client where, you know, I've had people come out and they're just like, okay, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. And you kind of get this flat feeling from them, this mm-hmm. flat aspect. And to hear Dwayne and he's like okay well what do you do when you come outside well mm-hmm. what do you like to see what colors do you like what do you like most about this what do you you know wish you could change and, mm-hmm. and I think that's just an, an amazing yeah it's next level yeah definitely. and Dwayne just let the uh Dwayne okay. tell them what <laughs> like, you there he's just sitting back and just taking he's it just all sitting back. Like, yeah because he's like, hey he's... people talk about you you're like dang hey I'm there <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! But no, Sonia, you're absolutely like, wow, right. Especially, I'm all yeah, oh. we did. Come we did that. Right, calm down a little bit. We did that with um. We did that with Paverstone too. And I have a rule when it comes to business, babe. Tell them what my rule is when it comes to my clients. We're too we're too small to have bad customer service. <laughs> We really are. And That's he knows right. I even get on him. I don't play when it comes to my clients. I don't play when it comes to customers. It's, it's, I feel like they have invested this money. This is their hard, or they've worked for this money, right? And we're too small to have bad customer service. So our policy is, in my office, is 24 hours. Everybody gets a call back and email in 24 hours. Wow. I don't care what it is. So you're right. Our clients, customer service is our number one priority. We're here to serve our clients, and I think we do a pretty good job at it, and that is our goal, is to continue to provide them with the best service that we can. That's wonderful. Well, we have to get into this, because 
you know, I'm sure some people are wondering, because we always talk about how we're from Jersey, you know, how did this, these little people from Jersey get hooked up with Vizex Design? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a total accident, though, uh, Sonia. It there really are was. no accidents, Dwayne. No, there are no Thank accidents. you, Isabel. Yes. There are no accidents. It was mm-hmm. meant to be, but it's crazy Yeah, no, I agree with happened. that. I'm just talking in terms. Yeah, meant to be in terms of the universe, but how it happened, it was just one of those things that it really started from, man, it, it didn't even start from, let me take it all back to the beginning. It didn't even start from Daniela's Wish. But it started from. Okay, now Daniela's it's... Wish is a project that was before Bullock Garden, Bullock Children's Bullock Garden. Garden. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So we'll put the Where it started was, I was... I was going to a, I was at a trade show um, out in Kentucky. It was the Hardscapes Expo. It's like the biggest landscape, you mean, show in North America. And every brick paver contractor goes to this thing. Like it's the like, it's, I, I hate to say it, but it's like even the even the night outing is like a big country fest. Bunch of country music and whatever. Like it, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took Isabel one year. She had a great time, and she hasn't been back. Yep. <laughs> but, I'm good. Yeah, it, <laughs> I'm good. We must have did something right though, because I still get VIP text, text from the bar. You put on so your boots and we get, had a good time dancing. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm walking around the booth, walking around, walking around, and guess who I see? I know who. I met. <laughs> so I met his son. I, he didn't know me from Adam. I knew he he was, and you mean I hate to say it, but he was another brother in the business. And I used to always watch the show, like how did brother get that job? Like you know what I mean? Like I'm seeing what I'm dealing with in Ohio, and I see this dude do this, put this here, put this here, yelling and screaming. I'm like, and you're listening to him too. Like how does brother get this job? So, so this is like if he if he was on here, he would tell you when I met him, I grabbed his hand. His, he wasn't even paying attention. I grabbed his hand and I pulled him to me. I said, bruh, we gotta hook up. He's looking at me like, dude, let go. Who do you think I am? Like, bro, we gotta hook up, bro. We gotta hook up. Like, you gotta give me your name, your phone number, everything. We gotta hook up. And he's looking at me like, who's this guy? But he's like, okay, cool. So he gives me his phone number, gives me his email, and we link up. I come back to the house. I'm like, y'all don't know. I'm at a celebrity. We about to be rich. I'm at a man. It's going down. It's going down. Y'all don't like, I'm screaming. I'm rubbing it into the house. I'm jumping all over the head. Like, I met the dude. He's there. We about to get it down. I'm a design for him. And it's on. Oh, man. No. So he called. He called me. My, my heart stopped beating. I'm like, I, I'm on the phone with him. Y'all. I'm looking like I'm on the phone with him. I'm on the phone with him. He called me up. And we're talking. I'm like, this bruh just like me. You know what I mean? This ain't no different than me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we we build a, a conversation. Like, you know what I mean? You don't just start working with somebody in the first day you meet him, which I thought I was going to meet him today and do work for him the next day. We just started talking and talking. And then about a year later, um, he was friends with a lady at a trade show. And he told her that I got a guy in Chicago who's going to do a design for you. And he'll knock out the trade show. So two weeks or let's say about a month before the show, babe. Yes. So about a month before the show hits, this lady calls me up and said, hey, I talked to your friend I met. He's going to come to the show. 
but he needs you guys to build a boot. I said, build a what? <laughs> he said, build a boot. I said, so you're going to give me a month to build a boot oh in downtown Chicago in the middle of winter? <laughs> he said, yeah. So, so I call him up like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, build a boot? Dude, I need some time. And, and you know how yeah. he sells you, man. You know, just put it to the universe. Yeah, you pull it off. You da, da, da. You I'm like, bro, I don't have gas money to get down there. It's winter time. I said, bro, they got fees for this and fees for that. And then he said, dude, I'll pay for the electric. I said, oh, you pay for the electric? I'm like, all right, cool. I got it. Okay, boom. I hung up the phone. So I started calling a bunch of contractors. Mm. And next thing you know, we put together the baddest outdoor living design concept i don't think he's ever seen we have bling we had shiny art like you've ever seen art in the landscape you, you have to send, i mean we had sculptures of yeah and we'll include it yeah because everyone yeah i'll do it this. we had sculptures <laughs> we had sculptures in the landscape design we had tvs on the wall i mean and then like we went i was hanging out the merchant mart it's like a big furniture store downtown chicago yeah. and they were and i just started isabel actually came with me that day and we just started, I was scared to death. We just started asking furniture companies to see if they would let us use their furniture. And people said yes. Wow. And not only were they giving us furniture, we were getting 10,000. We sure were. Like one yeah. couch was like $10,000. Like, I'm scared to move it. <laughs> I don't like, understand how we're it, not like it. billionaires by now. <laughs> <laughs> Because some of the things were accomplished. Good Lord. Like, how come I'm not a billionaire right now? You always have oh, I know, I know. So, so, Sonia, a month later, every the trade show runs down. Mm-hmm. Then the news comes, and they look around all the booths, and they're like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. We want to do a live shoot at his booth, and we're going to have Ahmed there. So Ahmed and I did a live interview at the booth at this whole thing on Chicago. So I've been in Chicago within a year and a half. Next thing you know, I'm already wow. on TV. And I just say got fired from a part-time job like a week before. <laughs> he did too. <laughs> Actually, I think I walked out. Isabel's like, you quit the job? You know we need money. I'm like, babe, I really don't need that job anyway. I got a trade show. But you're not making any money at that trade show. I'm like, we're going to make some money. We'll be uh-huh. all right. We'll be all right. So Ahmed never gave me the money for the electricity because I don't sure think didn't. he had the money. So the whole time we're at the trade show, I'm running around hiding from the people <laughs> who are running the show because they're trying to collect the electric bill. I mean, talk about life. So they come one way, but like whisper, hey, do you see them walking over there? Yeah, they came mm-hmm. to the booth. Like, okay, okay, just let me know so I don't have to pay. And then I wake up Monday morning, my bank account is hit with 300 and something dollars. Oh my God. Oh. (laughs) So that's that's how it's done. Ahmed was excited about Uh, the design because it was something something he's never seen before. Because like I said, it was Chicago style, it was bland. And that's when he called me for Daniela's Wish. And even that, I didn't even know what was going on. I'm like, okay, I'm down. Let's go. You want to go to Florida? Let's go to Florida. He's like, Southwest is paying for everything. I'm like, okay, I'm down for the adventure. I had no clue what we were doing until we, even when we got there, he met, we met the family, talked to everybody. We hop in the car. Man, I said, dog, I just said yes to something. I said, yeah, we're going to knock it out. He said, yeah. 
He said, bro, but I don't have any money. I said, what do you mean? I said, how are you going to say yes to doing somebody's backyard and you don't have any money? He said, I know, bro. We're going to figure it out. I said, we? You just said yes and you got me involved. How are we going to pull this off? At the time, I didn't even have design software because I didn't make the payment. They shut me off. So but wait a minute, but tell everyone what exactly was it? Because that's the that is the beauty of it, that you guys went down there. No idea what you were doing. No idea. You know what? Like what? One dollar collectively between you, and what did oh, you design? God, down yeah. There? Yeah. What was it? We we designed. It was what happened was there was a little girl, baby Daniela. She was two years old, and she was just cured NED of neuroblasto and cancer. Uh, so the doctor gave her family a laundry list of things she could not do, which is pretty much everything. Not everything, but mm-hmm. everything. She couldn't do mm-hmm. nothing. She couldn't go outside. She can go play at the cart. That's a two-year-old child. That's a two-year-old child who cannot play at the park. You might have noticed that we talk about Healthy Kids Running Series a lot during our podcast. And that's because I'm one of the coordinators for the Mullica Hill Mantua location. Healthy Kids Running Series is a national community-based nonprofit that provides a fun and inclusive five-week series for ages 2 to 14. It's designed to get kids active, build self-esteem, and lay the foundation for a healthy lifestyle, which is very much in line with what we do with the Lock Garden Project. If you're interested in learning more, check out healthykidsrunningseries.org and click on the Mullica Hill Mantua link. I hope to see you there. Get up and go. But when we were there, we started, we talked to the doctors, we went to the hospital, we met the family. And at that moment is when all fun and games is over. It became real on what we were doing. We were looking at a two-year-old child who we can't help her, but we can give her a comfortable life to live Mm -hmm. and something nice for the backyard. And a lot of people don't realize when you go through these things in life, the family gets uprooted. We don't think about the family. The mom, the mom can't go to work anymore. She's worried that her daughter is going through chemo, all this stuff. She's stuck at the hospital 24 hours a day. So when I looked at the, the backyard, I came up with a design that fit the whole entire family, mm-hmm. something unique, something nice, something pretty, something that was never done before and something that had some playfulness to it. So we designed this playful, colorful. I mean, we had green turf, blue turf, yellow turf. We had blue uh, mulch. I mean, it was just an amazing backyard that we designed over $200,000. We had 200 volunteers, over 60-something contractors and suppliers, and we knocked it out in four days. What I want to move in is how we got the bullet. Oh, yeah. hello, of course. You've got to talk about <laughs> What happened was... You got into bullet. What happened was... Ahmed and I was spending so much time planning and putting this project together. He was not paying attention to his schedule on what he had going down. So he had already committed to you because he committed to you almost a year before you guys even started the project. So what he did was we did this thing, knocked it out, and he had hit me. By this time, we're talking every five minutes now. I mean, we went from, hey, what's up? What's your name? To now we pretty much became best buds. I mean, it, we talking every five minutes. So he hit me and he said, bro, um, I think I got something to do just like this out in New Jersey. I'm like, really? He said, I said, when? I said, give me the date. 
He gave me the date. I said, okay, cool. I said, I'll talk to you later. So without even telling Isabel, I just thought I bought some plane tickets. And then I hit him back. I said, I'm in. He said, what? You coming? I said, bro, I'm down. Oh, so I the said, truth comes we just out did now. This one. We, just, we just did this one. I'm down. So then he puts on social media, hey, you know what I mean? I got this project. Da, da, da. It's going on. My homeboy is going to roll with me. We're going down. And next thing you know, Bev jumps in. John jumps mm-hmm. in. And the, the part of the team from the people, I mean, we were just now coming off of, the, I think we were no more than a month, month and a half different. We were just coming off this project. A month and a half, we all shelled out our own money and we took off and went to Bullock. Yeah, so and, Bullock I, and I was sitting in New Jersey like, who are all these people? <laughs> so, Sonia, I have a question for you, Sonia. What yeah. made you switch, with you being a teacher, what made you, I read a little bit about it with the stuff mm-hmm. that you put online, but what made you veer your gears and take it from just being a classroom teacher to bringing the kids out to nature and teaching them how to? Um, yeah, how, how, what, you what know, made it, you do that? Isabel, it was just, you know, as a, as a special education teacher, mm-hmm. you're always thinking outside of the box. And that's one thing I say, like, I have, I have huge respect for gen ed teachers mm-hmm. because, you know, your kids don't come with instructions mm-hmm. and you have a whole class of them. And one of the beauties of being a special ed teachers, I have some that are on my roster that I have to really look deeper into and different ways to make learning exciting for them, which in turn makes learning exciting for everyone. Mm-hmm. So as this teacher who was bored just teaching <laughs> this math material, mm-hmm. um, you know, my, my old partner, Missy and I were like, we got to do something better. This is boring to have a bunch of six year olds measuring each other's arm, and then as a special ed teacher, also you're always thinking, How does this transfer to real life? So, measuring someone's arm does not transfer to real life because I've never measured any of my friends' arms for Mm -hmm. any particular reason. (laughs) So, what child is going to be doing that unless they're like into tailoring? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. so like an arm, a table. And I honestly thought, oh, you know what would be cool? Gardening, because then they can measure plants and how they grow. But I always hmm. laugh because the catch was I never gardened. I didn't garden. You've seen my wow. nails, not like today. But <laughs> I know, right? Seen, you know, <laughs> yeah. This girl was not getting down in anyone's dirt mm-hmm. to plants or anything. I knew nothing about it. So it was once we made the connection and Ahmed started really um, putting things in front of me. So I learned the benefit of gardening with children. It became passion because then I really looked at my own child and I looked at all these other kids Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, my kid, I would bundle up in 40 degree weather and like, you know, you need to go outside for 10 minutes and we would go outside and play. Meanwhile, some of the kids I taught, it could be 70 degrees. And it was, mm-hmm. I don't want to play. It's too hot. I don't mm-hmm. want to play. It's too yeah. cold. Or they didn't know how. Or my sneakers are new. I can't play. And then, like I said, there were just so many different things and that led it to be a passion. So it really mm-hmm. became a passion about outdoor learning for children and getting kids okay. moving and getting kids healthy. Hmm. So, yeah. I know, girl. We Interesting. Never that. 
no no interesting because you're right because when i first met you you had the nails and all that stuff I'm yeah like, yeah Every now and then I still do. <laughs> yeah that's interesting and you say that you never thought about gardening it's funny how life can take you in different directions exactly that's, that's interesting yeah exactly so yeah so we go back and and ahmed just called me up one day and was like okay we're gonna crash bullock old school style like you know like yard crashers we're just gonna uh-huh. show up and then i started getting emails <laughs> from this all person these people. all of these people all over the country <laughs> Oh, like, not just here. It was like, hey, so-and-so's coming in from L.A. So-and-so's uh-huh. coming in from Chicago. So-and-so's coming in from Florida. So-and-so's coming in from this place. I was like, who are these people? Yeah. Dwayne and the crew. Yeah, and to have to teach all day and then know that this was happening. Uh-huh. So I, I'm thankful. Like, when, when I met Dwayne, I was just thankful. I was like, oh, my goodness, this dude is so goofy. And and real and real, yes, mm-hmm. and real. And here was like I didn't know any of them, mm-hmm. and it just felt like family. It just, instantly it was this familial feeling, mm-hmm. and it was the just, best way. Yeah, it was the best way. So we were just connected, and because she knows, I call her mom, be like, "How's what's my brother doing? Yeah, <laughs> how crazy is he?" And um. You know, but it's just coming together for that common good. And that's one thing that we really connected on. Yeah. Is sitting down and we would sit down and talk and, you know, they came and knocked out Bullock and we all got to know each other really well. Of course, over two, three, four days, I think it was four days total. And, uh, you know, after that, it was, it was almost like we were meant to all know each other. Right, right. There was it this, became a family. Yeah, there was this goodness and in all of us, this drive to do better and this drive to put goodness back into the world. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for self because, Dwayne, did we get paid? No. <laughs> no. None of the jobs. No. It's, no. It's, I, I but gotta, the reward I is, is, is overwhelming, though. The That's right. Because even when I left... Um, Daniela's wish it, it was just yes. you can't even describe it I don't even think you can put a price tag you on can't. stuff like that you yeah. can't and especially when it's something yeah, for children yes I agree it's- Meredith so do you teach too I do not teach no okay. I- <laughs> everybody thinks I do but I am not a teacher I'm just uh, a do-gooder yeah she's she's mm. really into philanthropy into philanthropy oh nice so she's into a ton of nonprofits, and then i was, oh. I was like oh i need to connect. talk to you yeah yeah, yeah. 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 has her nonprofit. mayor yeah. mayor is all about doing good and being the change you want to see in the world okay that is we're, we're definitely i'm definitely connecting with you after this definitely Absolutely. you have yeah to. you have and to. by the way don't say i'm just you're not just i know i know as soon as they came out of my mouth i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> i take it back <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and so it's just it's just wonderful and i'm i'm so i know i'm grateful for just being able to know you guys. And oh, thank you. The feeling is mutual. The, the way that we kind of just vibe and we really do want to do well in the world. 
I mean, yes. personally, of course, but also in the world. Like, we really care about that. And that's one thing that makes me love partnering with you guys and for saying that VGP and VizX are official partners. And, you know, we love y'all. Yeah, as soon as we started. We love you too. As, as soon as we started the podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, one of the first things yeah. that Sonia said to me was, well, we have to have them on. We have yes. to have you guys on. And I can clearly see why. <laughs> not, I, well, I mean, not only are you such lovely people, but you really have such a great connection together. And yeah. I love Thank you. hearing how you speak about each other. You obviously have such a mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. And it shows. And I think that that's so important when you're working with your with your yes. partner. Mm-hmm. Um, Very important. The There's no escape. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, y'all. Don't don't believe that. <laughs> that's why that's why I'm up in my room and she in her room. He plays she probably gives me dirty looks right now. <laughs> and I keep telling my bro to bring my sis right to this area. That's right. Uh-huh. I'm just saying we need to have you in person. So exactly. You yeah. know, I'm just gonna do this little quick shout out. So for anyone in the philadelphia new jersey delaware valley region i mean really globally Dwayne and isabel <laughs> will come to you but i'm trying to do a personal shout out for this area because i want to see them again and Dwayne does not design gardens <laughs> like like specifically gardens my house i would need him to bring a tractor <laughs> and some some farming tools <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't oh by the way i'm gonna put a plug i'll put a plug into not only do we design we also do sell outdoor living furniture and oh, grills yes. if anybody is looking to get grills or wait. outdoor living furniture give us a call wait what yeah we had some services we had some services Oh my goodness! Well, we're gonna put the website. Yes, we will definitely in the notes. Um, okay. I actually had it. Thank you so much to Dwayne and Isabel for joining us today. So insightful. Thank you for telling us so many stories and giving us background. You know what? Can we have you guys on again? Would yeah. you? Mind? Yeah, sure. I'm game. That would be incredible. Yeah, we should definitely touch base with you. We would love that. Maybe in the spring. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Perfect time. You know, and let everyone know where they can find you. www.bizxdesignstudios.com. Uh uh-uh, uh, you, you got the web address wrong. www.bizxdesign.com. Oh, this is Remember we said the studio? Somebody had studios and we went to go buy the web the, the dress. So it's www.visexdesign.com. This this is what happens in our household. Yeah. You're gonna mess up their volume levels too. Why you guys say I create the volume. Listen, or you can call us at 331-213-9866. 24 uh, hours a day. You will get a hours. call back in 24 hours. Send yes. us an email at info at vizxdesign.com. Yes. Go on there, everyone. Take a look at the designs that they've done. Start imagining 
what you can do with your outdoor living design. I already am. (laughs) (laughs) And definitely give them a call. Thank you two so much. We love you. you. Thank you. Love you too. Love you too. Love you too. Hello, everyone. This is Sonia, founder and CEO of the Bullock Garden Project Incorporated, or BGP as we like to call it. BGP is a nationally recognized 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting schools and organizations in building and maintaining gardens for learning for children across the globe. We're passionate about using garden education to help children learn and sparking youth interest in the green industry. If you're interested in bringing a garden to your school or organization, please don't hesitate to contact us. If you're interested in a professional development workshop, well, we do that as well. Please just visit the BGP website and click on the Contact Us tab. We promise to answer you back ASAP. Check the notes of this podcast for a link to our website, bullockgardenproject.org. That's B-U-L-L-O-C-K-G-A-R-D-E-N-P-R-O-J-E-C-T dot org. Yeah, I know it's long. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks for listening.